Welcome to the Be That Healing Girl podcast. And today's episode is a little special and not just a little, it's a lot special to me. And it's all about healing after a relationship ends. And I'll just be honest, I'm experiencing a relationship and a friendship in my life that is gone and my husband and I are okay. But I really wanted to make this episode because when a relationship ends, it's really challenging. And I'm thinking of you when I made this episode for you, if somebody has left, if you are navigating post-divorce, you're going through a breakup, I really want to have you know that I've got your back and this episode is going to really help give you some insight in that process of healing. And make sure to stick to the end. I'm going to share a really special phrase that I heard years ago that has truly helped me in times of transition. And when a relationship ends, that is a transition. So make sure to listen to the end. And if you're new here, I'm Claire. I love helping overachieving and anxious girlies who are really doing well in all areas of their life, their career, their friends, their family, but really struggling with feeling anxious in their romantic relationships. So if that's you, you and I, boo, we have got this, I've got you, and let's dive in. So Part of the reason I'm making this episode is because I'm experiencing a relationship ending and I have a friend, Ryan Winters, who passed away this week for just unknown reasons. Their family won't disclose the reasons why. In fact, they are absolutely entitled to not share anything. And so I'm navigating a relationship ending. And yes, this person passed away, but I also recognize that relationships that end, romantic relationships that end, it can feel like a little death. It can feel like a grieving process. And I want to just say that it's true. You are probably grieving this person not being there anymore and things have ended. And so I just want you to know that this episode, I really thought about it and have been feeling it all week. And let's dive in. So I noticed for me that I was really focused in this initial wave of grief on, you know, what did I do wrong or what could I have done better as a friend? And that's not too different than what we often wonder with what can I have done better in the relationship? What could I have uh, been more or done more and done more romantic things or should I have texted less or all these questions on the doingness and I just want to refocus us back on relationships and friendships are all about who we're being. That's what really matters in our relationships. It's not what we do. It's, in fact, you know, I, I don't recommend that you b- focus or put a lot of emphasis on what you're doing in relationship. When we focus on doing in relationship, that is really a, a focus and a frame around transactional relationships, right? So, and we don't want that. We don't want to be pretty woman. We, we don't want to be valued for the things that we do in relationships. It's all about who we're being. And sometimes it's just not in alignment. So for me, certainly with Ryan, I thought, well, could I have done anything different? Could I have reached out more? Could I have done better or texted him more. He was navigating a lot. He, he was struggling, uh, recovering from a divorce and, and some health issues. And I really was considering, well, what could I have done differently? And, and not beating myself up, but really kind of in my head and, and curious around that. And what I realized is that 
who we are in relationship. And I, I, in fact, looked through my phone at the last couple of text messages I had with him. And I realized and I felt really good about, well, you know, we, I was a good friend with him. And who we are, who we're being in relationship is so much more important than the actions that we do. And I know for a fact, I could have called Ryan in a time of need and he absolutely would have been there for me and vice versa. And so the the emphasis a lot of times in relationship is, okay, the things we're doing, but it's more important in who we're being. Another good example of this is I know that you have friends where you don't have to talk every day. In fact, I have friends that I talk to once a year and nothing has changed because who we're being in the friendship is more important than the fact that we're doing text messages or phone calls or trips. It's it's this beingness that I can rest with certain people in my life that that's enough. And it's the same thing I would even say for my current relationship, who I be in the relationship, the the care, the compassion, the gratitude, the, and who I am in the relationship is so much more than what I'm doing. So when you're in this place of transition where it's really painful, it's really easy to go into, well, did I do enough? Did I, did I message enough? Did I do enough romantic things? Whatever the, the, the focus is for your doing, remember, and I do this with every single one of my one-on-one clients, every session. If you are a client, you know that we do this, but really you want to orient yourself into who you're being. And when you're solid in your self-awareness and your identity and who you're being, you can really rest easy. So when I was looking through those messages, I I felt really good about who I was being with Ryan when I did have those exchanges. It's not about how often we messaged or anything like that. It was who we were being um, as far as friends. So focus on who you're being and if you're in this place of transition and like, are you being somebody who is kind to yourself? Are you being gentle with yourself? Are you being compassionate with yourself? You know, like, think about how you are with friends and how you would be to somebody, a friend of yours that's going through a breakup. Can you be that same way for your, with yourself and for yourself? Okay. So the next thing that I was re- realizing is I was really attached to the why. There was a moment I was talking to a couple of mutual friends and people that knew him really well, like I did. And it was, there was this question of we were trying to figure out why and why did it happen and why, you know, what was the circumstances and what are all the details and was he, was he struggling with his health? Like the, all these questions around why. And I know that when we are in transition or breakups, we ask ourselves, why? Why didn't it work? Why doesn't he like me? I'm doing like finger quotations. If, you know, why is, is it ending, right? We, everything was good. And I just want to make it right that it's normal. It's human to understand and want to understand why. And as I was talking to a few friends, I found myself ruminating over like why it happened. And I realized that that's actually not important why it happened and that was looking at the past. Why looks at the past and there's nothing we can do. This person's gone. They're, they're, they've left. They've left the building. They've left the planet, whatever the case is. And understanding why is actually not that relevant. It's not that important. And instead I found myself, okay, well, we could speculate. We could think about, we could ruminate why it happened and why, 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 when in reality, what's more important is that we are celebrating what is true. So 
going instead of fixating on why things happen, which is about the past, you can't change the past, the getting focused on the what is true and the how. So when I found myself fixated on why, 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 I started remembering when I was talking to friends, like it doesn't actually matter. What is true is that the, the world has, la- has lost a, an incredible human being, that this planet is one less incredible human um, w- without it. And what's true is I miss him and he will be missed. So I hope you're feeling and hearing the difference about why, why, why versus what's true. And I'm not saying that it's not painful, that the truth isn't painful. And it's, it's part of life where we, we have to be with the isness, I call it. Like to be with what is, is the, one of the hardest things that we can do. But it's necessary, right? Because it doesn't actually matter the why. It doesn't matter right? When the relationship is over, when it ends, the why is, you know, at a certain point irrelevant. The, the focus that will serve you is what can I do to heal? How can I heal? How can I be connected to what's true, even no matter how painful it is? And can we be lovingly accepting? Because when we ask why, a lot of times we want to self-punish, Right? Just admit that. Like, we want to self-punish. We want to make ourselves wrong. We did something wrong. Why, why, why? Versus the loving acceptance of what is. And by the way, again, loving acceptance doesn't mean it's not hard. doesn't mean it doesn't have pain. Lovingly accepting the fact that this person is gone and being with that, allowing yourself to feel that is how you move through it, is actually how you heal when things end. So I've noticed that in my own journey and I look back at past relationships, it's this loving acceptance and uh, without the self-punishment, the self-flagellation of I did something wrong, right? Why, why, why didn't it work out, okay? The next thing is just the truth that to live is to learn. And this leads me to the tip that I want to leave you with. And I, I heard this from a dear friend of mine, a dear, dear friend who I'll say I've learned a lot about spirituality and healing from her. And this was another really tough time. I had a 15-year-old Westie. Um, Some of you know that I have Murdoch, who is almost five. I can't believe that. But I had a Westie before him, and he was my childhood dog. Well, my, 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 my child adulthood dog. I got him when I was in college, right out of college. So he was with me through very formative years of being in college and learning how to adult. And he got, had a little tumor and it was, he was fine one day. And then two weeks later he was gone. And I remember being on a call, this colleague and a friend of mine, we worked together and I just was, I was a hot mess. I could not focus. I was ruminating and crying and we got off the call and she's, she's a colleague, but also a good friend. And she said this phrase that I just cannot, I cannot get out of my head. When I ever, whenever I think about people in transition, when relationships end, when people pass any type of transition, any type, birth, moving, it's just, it, to me, it always rings true. And she said about my dog, you know, even in the best of circumstances, transition is hard. 
And that mismade me, that blew my mind. And I thought of any kind of life transition where, say you're moving, you're moving to Hawaii, you're moving to your dream city. You know, you still have to pack. You still have to get there. You still got to fill up the U-Haul. You got to unpack. I mean, that's hard. Even if you're going to your favorite city of your dream city, your dream apartment, it's hard. Transition is hard. It made me think about my dog, right? He had a really good life and it was a really great circumstance. I mean, he basically was fine. He didn't have a lot of suffering. At least that was my hope in my heart. I, you know, we can't, we can't feel what dogs feel, but the transition, even though it was fast and we, he, he passed away at home and in a comfortable place, that transition was hard. And I just want to say that even in the best of circumstances with a relationship, even if it's amicable, even when it's both of it's the right thing for both of you, it's the right thing for you, even in the best circumstance, transition is hard. And for me, I, I thought about just, and felt, I could really feel that, wow, this is just so human. Let, another example would be birthing, right? We give birth, we have a C-section, we, we give vaginal birth. And even if everything goes right, you're still going to like things stretch, <laughs> things tear, right? Like it's, there's pain and, and the, and at the end of it, we have this beautiful baby, right? And I just, that was just such a powerful phrase that even in the best of circumstances, transition is hard. And I just want to remind you, if you're going through this, this phase or this moment, it's a moment, by the way, this will pass, everything passes, that that in order for us to heal, it is this understanding that even when things are, are in their prime and they're in the best circumstance, that transition itself is just hard and there's no going around it. And after you move to your dream city and after all that, the hell of unpacking, which I don't know, that's just like moving is so, eh, I, I cannot stand that. Moving is just the, is the pits or we are, are, are somebody passes in their sleep, right? They have a very peaceful exit from this planet and this this dimension. It's still hard for us, right? It's still hard. In fact, you know, if you have my my husband had a uh, grandmother that passed away last year, and and it was really she passed in her sleep. There was a little pain from what we know, and it's still it's still hard for the family. So again, just turning it back to your own experience with a, a relationship. Yes, I understand. There's pain. That is that is something that we know. I know that's painful, honey. And the reality is, is that's that's that is life right? With pain, there's also pleasure. So just holding that in my heart that this is so human for me to be hurting and it's part of the human experience that the sweet, the sweet is not as sweet without the bitter. We have to have contrast. That is the human experience that, that life is filled with contrast, that beautiful people, beautiful experiences happen to us. They, they come into our lives and at any moment they can be gone. And to me, what I'm left with is this sense of gratitude that I am so grateful for that, that those moments with this friend, for moments with people that I've cared about. And the reality is it can all be gone. And as you're healing after the relationship ends, I just want you to know that this is with the lows come highs if we allow them to allow different people, new people. And I'm thinking about, I was talking with a friend about people who remind me of Ryan and and this friend of mine where 
they get to I get to look at different people or, or see, you know, Ryan was a redhead. So I whenever I look at a redhead, I will now hold him in my heart. The big he's a big, big teddy bear. I mean, this episode's all just dedicated to Ryan. And now when I see people that look like him, I will be very grateful for the light that he gave me and uh, the the joy, the the laughter, the belly laughs, the snark, all of it. And these are all just things we got to take with us, the gratitude. And even if it's painful, right, even if it's painful, like what are you grateful for? And, and for some pain, really painful exits in our lives, like what are you learning? What are you taking away from that? That's the gratitude. Okay, that's the gratitude. So I hope this episode truly helps. And also, if you're still struggling with the why, why, um, I do have another uh, episode that talks about the the shift from why into how. You want to check that out. It's really powerful. And I am just reminding all of us to to be gentle with ourselves, to hug the people that we love, to tell people that we care about, that we care about them and to seek support. I would not be navigating this this relationship ending without the right support. So if you need support, send me a message. I've got you. I'm sending you lots of love and be gentle. Mwah.